0: In a world where women continue to break through glass ceilings, shatter stereotypes and redefine success, there are so many stories just waiting to be heard and that is exactly what this podcast is all about. I'm your host Katie Williams and in each episode we'll sit down together with inspiring female entrepreneurs from diverse industries, backgrounds and stages of their journey. We'll explore the lessons they've learned, the obstacles they've overcome and the advice they have for those who might be ready to take a leap of their own. I cannot wait to dive into the day-to-day realities of running a business, often while juggling other roles like being a mum or working multiple jobs. You can expect honest conversations, valuable advice, and a whole lot of inspiration. So grab yourself a cuppa and let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Small Business Society, the podcast. I'm Katie, and today I'm joined by Kirsty. Can we get right into it? And can you tell us about who you are and what you do?
1: Hi there, Katie. So thank you so much for having me today. So my name thank is Kirsty. Um, I work with businesses with their email marketing to help them to build their list and make the most of their email lists. Um, But I've, I've done lots of things in the past. I'm also a blogger as well, a travel blogger, and that's sort of where my background is. Amazing. And
0: well we all know that building an email list is really important isn't it
1: you know oh yeah definitely
0: if if social media goes down as it has done before we've we've got we've got that list haven't we yeah um so can you tell us a bit more what is the importance of email marketing
1: so I mean you touched on one of the things there that's really important about it and why why so many people encourage people to build a list? And that's because it's it's ours. As a business, we own that list. We have access to be able to contact people on that list because they've given us permission. And it's not really um, governed by the algorithms and governed by another company. It's ours. So you've probably heard loads of stories where people have had their Instagram hacked or their Facebook page has been shut down or they've just lost everything overnight. And that's devastating. Like it's so devastating somebody because we put so much into our businesses. Yeah. And overnight it can be gone. So having that email list there as a backup is always really, really good. Having said that, it's also really good in its own sense as well. So it's not just that backup. And I always encourage people to think, what else can I get out of that email list? Because if you're not using it, it kind of, you lose that, you lose something with it because people aren't engaged with you. So it's just another way, another avenue of getting to speak to people and also really making sales as well because it's just a different way of connecting with your audience and very different as well because by getting into your email inbox, it's a different feeling to seeing somebody on social media. So Number one, it's really good for your business security and like as an asset. But number two, it's just also really good for building sales and building connections with your audience and um moving your business forward. You can really use it for that.
0: So is there do you have any tips on like what makes a good email? Because I well some days I struggle if I if I <laughs> if I have an idea in mind then I'm like yeah and I'm writing away but
1: then there are other times where I'm like um I don't know what to say today yeah no I, I think everybody it that's really common I think it's really common because I think with with emails we don't often get the feedback from people that we do with um social media there's not that there's not that same urgency there's not that same community obviously so it's really hard to know whether we're hitting the spot it's really hard to know whether it's done anything for you and whether you're wasting your time i you know i hear from people all the time that they're like i'm just doing this work but i don't i'm not getting anything from it. i'm not moving anything along from that for me what i always say to people when they're writing their emails so i have this little framework that i share um, and it needs a really good name. So if anybody listening has a good name for me, tell me, because it currently is called the IG framework, which just makes me laugh. The what's I right The IG. IG, I-I-G. I-I-G. <laughs> yeah, it's silly. Because <laughs> 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 I haven't thought of anything else. So for me, what makes a really good email is that the first I stands for an intention for that reader, for the reader. So there you're always thinking to yourself, right, What are they going to get from that email? And always having them at the forefront of your mind because at the end of the day, they've signed up, they've given us their permission, and we have to respect that, and we have to give them something interesting, valuable, something that they're going to not feel like, why did I bother opening that email? So always have an intention for them. Um, The second one is always having an intention for yourself. That's the second I. So for yourself and your business, always making sure that you know what you want to get out of it. Um, so the, the reader is going to get something out of it, but there must be something that you're going to get. It doesn't have to be specifically a sale. It could be something like um, building trust. It could be just opening up a conversation. It could be any sort of thing. But as long as you're thinking about that, yeah, then I think that's top, top of mind because this is our business. We want to grow it and we want to make sales and we want to make the connections we want to make the impact um, and the last one the g part is having a goal something that you can measure from that email so whether that is um getting somebody to click through getting them to reply to you getting them to buy something it depends what your business is really whether what those goals might be um but there's lots of things that we can do and perhaps measure there as well so There isn't like a perfect email, but I would say there's a perfect thing to think about when you're writing that email and just have in mind. So for example, like this week, I've sent out my email to my list um, and I was thinking about this and I was like, yeah, so I, I, I have a spreadsheet and I think about this before I write it. My intention from my readers was that I wanted to let them know about a masterclass that I've got coming up and I wanted to remind them of it if they had already signed up so i kind of sent two emails different ones so that if they were already signed up they didn't get the sign up to this masterclass because i knew yeah. that they already were um so that was my intention for them i just wanted to remind them about that because that's that's still valuable to them that's still you know if, if i if i don't remind them then they won't know um they might not have seen it we don't see everything oh, that everybody um so that was my intention for them the intention for me was to bring more people onto the masterclass to make sure that that um that I'd spoken about it enough to bring up a, a bit of buzz there. Um and my goal was that I wanted so for the people who hadn't signed up, I wanted them to click up a, a link. That was my goal. Um all they had to do was click the link and then that would put them into my my little list that means they were going to get the the information about it. And for the people who had signed up I asked them to reply to me. Um, I can't remember exactly what I, I asked them to do, but I asked them to reply about Um, something to do with like how they were feeling about getting more subscribers I can't remember exactly what I'd said but those were my ideas from that email Um, and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't we just try so from that email like for this email marketing business my actual list isn't huge but I'm still getting those goals I'm getting people replying to me all the time if that's what my intention is and I guess I'm very focused on that
0: yeah I don't know because if that was
1: helpful <laughs> no no yeah absolutely
0: because
1: how long have you been doing this business it's quite new actually mm. um and the reason why it's new is probably quite relevant as well so I've only been doing it since sort of November last year yeah um so what's that three we're getting to sort of three months I guess yeah um, and the reason why I moved to this is because what we were saying before about those algorithm changes or the the problems that you can have in an online business world with things changing a lot actually hit my other business quite hard. Is that your, the blogging, the travel the blogging? blogging. Yeah. yeah. So I have a travel blog, which I've been working on for, I've had it for 12 years. It's been in various guises since then, like it's grown with me as person. Um, but I was having the best year that I'd ever had. I was doing really, really well. I'd felt like I was getting into a bit of a vibe, like, you know, it was all good. I was getting vibe. Yeah like the good vibes from it. Um, and then Google did a big algorithm shift that meant that I lost a lot of traffic almost overnight, really. Um, and the great thing was, obviously, I did have my email list for those businesses. So I was able to claw some stuff back. I'm able to bring people into maybe a different world with me than to Facebook groups and stuff like that. Mm. But it just reminds me, you know, it, it's something that that I, I really value a lot. Yeah, um, the communication within businesses, I think, is one of my it's it's one of my top values. I think so. It comes across. I think I think it fits in really well. So with talking to people when this was all going off, I realized that lots of people didn't have that email list, or they didn't feel like they were getting the values out of it. So I thought, actually, you know what, I have got something here that I can share, and then I can help people with, because mm-hmm. I've used it myself and and learned about it over. Like loads of years really I feel like I've been in it for a long time but um yeah it is kind of a new one for me but yes, I mean that is. writing and connecting to my audiences has been going on for a long time I guess as well
0: yeah and you know we all have to start at some point don't we oh gosh yeah yeah, yeah you know we we all start the business um and I think it's I think it's great. I know lots of people, me included, that you know aren't the the best with the email marketing side. Um, I don't think
1: anybody's the best. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's definitely,
0: yeah, de- it's definitely, and people need you.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I think that's kind of the feedback that I've been getting actually, and what I'd seen was kind of a. I don't know if there's a gap in the market. Maybe I just didn't look look far enough. But I see lots of people talking about why we should, like, we should grow the list. We should grow this list. But not enough people talking about what to do once you've got that list.
0: Mm. Because
1: it's all right saying, oh, I've got a list of however many thousands or whatever it is. But if you don't actually utilize it, when that day comes, if you did need it, if that's the only reason you've got that list... They might not respond to that, so yeah. you feel like you've got this safety blanket off an email list, but that doesn't mean to say that it will work for you when you need it. So yeah. you kind of really need to, you know, nurture it yourself. Really, there's no point just gathering people up and and not thinking about it. And it's easy to do that because we've got all the social media and we've got everything else that's going on in the world. So many things to do in our business, but um, so many. <laughs> oh God, yeah, so many. <laughs> And, oh, I'm with can, you
0: <laughs> can I just bring up very quickly um obviously I saw a post of yours la- last week was it um and I just thought it was an, an amazing reminder you said um it was about not forgetting to back up your email list oh definitely yes and I was like oh I've never done that before yeah, so it, it took me a little while to work out how to go and do it but yeah I saved that I think it downloaded as um what are they called a csv file I yeah think. that one
1: <laughs> um, yeah it's really important yeah. um again not something that I hear people talk about it's and and when I was sort of like I, I did a little blog post about it for my for my site and I so I did a little bit of research and like making sure that I I was saying what I what I what I, what I was going to type was actually true <laughs> people can lose their email lists as well yeah. that's not unheard of and an I've actually heard of at least two different people who've had problems in that sense, only just within my own sort of community, not even in the wider world. Yeah. Recently where either something's gone wrong with the person, the people who you hold your email list with, um, or or I don't know, I can't remember what the other reason was, but anything can happen. We can get hacked. We could accidentally delete everybody yeah, uh, and I and that was one of the things that like I didn't realize that this was the thing. So, I think it was I think it was with Mailchimp, and somebody had accidentally deleted everything, and asked Mailchimp if they could back it up, and they said, "Well, we can't because you've deleted them." It was something along those lines, oh. and so if they'd backed it up, they'd have at least had a little bit of a, a fail safe there. They'd have been able to re-upload them to it. You might have maybe missed some new people or maybe that you'd have got people who had maybe unsubscribed at some point but you'd you'd have something to restart with and then you could move on from that but you could at a click of a button really really lose everything and it's yeah. the same as the Facebook thing and the Instagram thing if that goes overnight that's a lot of time money effort all sorts that that you could lose and yeah kind of scary really it is really scary yeah so we, and we and we take a, we take for granted all of the the platforms we take for granted that they're there that they're safe and yeah they do a lot of work for that but mm. they're not infallible Is that the right word um you know yeah. they, things can um things can go wrong and, and as business orders, wrong. We need, yeah we need to make sure that we're not relying on them like we are responsible for our own our own things that we're doing so yeah and that's when yeah I think trying well
0: I say trying to be in as many places as possible but not so with obviously social media email um I I do I do those but at the moment I don't do TikTok because Hmm. I don't know whether my target audience is there they might be but I'm not sure so it's trying to be visible in as many places as possible without spreading yourself too thin or I think really thinking about yeah where your market is where where you need to be seen and where you could maybe
1: It's, it's a big it's a big thing spreading yourself too thin though isn't it that's I find that I'm only on, really, at the moment, Facebook and Instagram. Mm. Um, I'm active in other people's Facebook groups. So that's part of it, I guess, with the Facebook thing. But um, and my own Facebook group. But I, I'm the same. I'm like, I'm sure I could do go on to TikTok. I'm sure I could go on to LinkedIn.
0: I'm sure I could. Oh, yeah, I've just joined LinkedIn.
1: Yeah. I have I, no I've idea, idea what I'm, I'm doing with it. it. <laughs>
0: yeah. I haven't finished setting um, it up because I don't know what to do. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, and they've all got their own little rules, or own little, not rules, but you know what I mean, like little foibles that you sort of think or etiquette or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah I think some, sometimes I think it's just easier to and more effective if we concentrate on one thing at, at first and try not to try and do everything at, one, at first. So yeah, yeah I'm definitely. with
0: you with that, definitely. Definitely. So as a small business owner, how do you maintain like that healthy work-life balance? <laughs> do, do, do not, you not
1: <laughs> i think i'm just somebody who doesn't really shut off shut off very well um perfectly. i think
0: a lot of us are a lot yeah. of people i talk to it's that it, it's it's hard to turn off
1: i think that's a problem brain. because there's not because i work from home i don't have an office you don't yeah. shut that door at the end of the day and it's like right Switching off. I like to sit on my laptop. I like to sit and chat with people on the internet. I like to help and answer people's questions. And I don't generally, at the moment, have very good boundaries around that, I'll have to say. Um, but I do like to just, if I feel like everything's getting too much or if I want to, if I want to sort of like really move away from it all, then we get ourselves in the car and go to the beach. Oh, um okay. so we live where in are Cornwall. you you're Komo. yeah so we live in Como. so it's only seven miles to our nearest beach so that's like amazing that we can just and we've got so many to choose from because we're like near Newquay, and so within about half an hour we can there's about 10 or 15 beaches that we can choose oh, they're all different so it's really nice so yeah it's, it is good i'm i, I I definitely love living here. So it's, it's great for that. And that's a good place just to switch off. Mostly I don't get signals. So i not <laughs> getting anything coming through. And actually, I mean, I guess in some ways, that's one of the things that I do to try and keep a healthy work life balance is I don't have very many notifications. I make sure I turn lots of things like that off. Yeah. Maybe I do. Maybe I am quite good at that. <laughs> yeah. It's,
0: it's a funny one, isn't it? Because I do the same. I turn, I don't have notifications on, on, my Instagram um but I'm completely the same like I enjoy I enjoy it obviously I love connecting with people and chatting with people and my husband doesn't love how much (laughs) Um, I'm on (laughs) it but I love it so it's it's that really fine line isn't it between like working and socializing
1: um yeah definitely yeah it It is is. and because it is all about connecting with people that is our business is connecting with people and and helping them in that way it is hard to switch off so when I was doing my travel blogging which which I still do that's that was very different I mean I still wasn't very good at switching off but it it wasn't that connection between people in real terms because I was writing stuff and then people enjoy it when they want to read it. It's not specifically i've I've posted it now and waiting for people to reply because it's not really like that. Um, so that was a bit different. So this doing this one and getting into c- communities and networking is, yeah, I guess I'm kind of getting used to it as well. And, and I do know that I'm not very good at boundaries, so <laughs> something to work on yeah for sure. there's always got to be something for us to work on. Yeah, I mean we're always a work in progress, so that's that's fine. I'm good with that.
0: (laughs) Uh, Do you plan your social media, and do you enjoy doing
1: it? So I've been working on. I'm I'm going to say probably not enjoy it at the moment. Okay. Um, I'm working a lot on my messaging at the moment, and how I want to show up in social media. So I was saying to you the other day that, you know, I feel like I'm like a super beginner at Instagram. Yeah. I feel like I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't really have it figured out yet. So I'm kind of just playing around with it at the moment, I have to say, and I'm trying, which is fine. I'm quite happy with just that the way that it is at the moment. Um, and a lot of that is like getting on stories because, Like, I understand how the grid works. I understand how hash, like, I understand things. But it's very different to actually going out there and using it as a connection tool. Yeah. That makes sense? So, like, knowing how to do Instagram stories, feeling comfortable on my Instagram stories, connecting with others through their Instagram stories was a big thing for me. I felt weird replying to people. I felt weird hearting their stories because I felt... I felt like I was kind of watching them, and I don't know them well enough to do it. So I mm. just felt so weird, and it's taken me a little while to get over that. And I think mostly be sometimes by becoming friends with other people who are doing it well, and like they're like replying to mine, and like, okay, oh, okay, this is okay. I'm allowed to do this. Yeah, it's just sometimes I have these things in my head that I'm like, I'm not quite sure that this is right, so I won't do it.
0: Yeah, I know what, what you mean. mean. It, it can be a funny thing, can't it? Because it feels like everybody knows what
1: they're doing that's what it feels like to me and I feel like I'm on the outside kind of saying can can I come in am I allowed to join in that's how it feels and Mm. maybe that's really silly I don't know maybe other people do feel like that I just have never quite got there with Instagram in that sense I've always felt like uh, I don't quite get it yeah Um, and but I'm pushing myself to to learn a bit more and to show up more and use it like more for me to connect with others as well and then obviously bring that into my own my own business so yeah working on my messaging at the moment which I think will help going forward because I'm a bit haphazard it has has to be said (laughs) (laughs) it has to be said there's there's not much there's not much strategy going on there but um, that's great that you're doing it
0: you're doing it you're giving it go you're putting yourself out there and
1: it will come it'll become easier in time I'm a big believer in that if you don't just go out and try things you're never going to learn or you can learn the theory like like i was saying I know the theory of Instagram but actually going out and doing it and putting yourself in those position where you're having to talk to people or you're inviting people to talk to you that's that's different so unless you go out and do that is just theory it just sits in your head and I, be- I believe that with everything Yeah, you can learn so much but you have to you have to just get out there and try
0: yeah absolutely how important do you think adaptability is when running a business
1: oh hugely absolutely like I, even like from the biggest things that can happen to your business and being able to be adaptable to different solutions to like the tiniest thing from, you know, your kids being around and your plans going into disarray because you've decided that you were going to do this thing and then they're around and you can't do it as well as you hoped. Yeah. Yeah, you just have, like, well, we all have it. I'm, I'm My kids are older. And they're in their early 20s. And I've really struggled. Like, I had my travel blog throughout some of their childhood, but I struggled to do it. I'm always in awe of other people who are adaptable enough around having their kids around to run a business. So, um, yeah, just hugely. But also, like I was saying, you know, things can happen in the online world for sure. Everything's changing. When I look back at when I started my travel blogs, it was 2012 that I started. Mm-hmm. I was actually blogging since my son. I I home educated my kids all the way through. So okay. He was, I remember writing a blog, I had a blog about our home education journey and he would have started school in sort of 2005. So I was writing a blog. I remember writing the blog then. So I've been in that world all that time. And when I look back at sort of the 2012 travel blogs that were out there, there was nothing available to monetize them. It wasn't anything like what we've got here. So if I was still in that mindset, I wouldn't make any money off it because it's a completely different world. Everything changes oh, yeah. so much. So we have to be always open to what's available, whether it's it fits in with our ethos and our values. And just being adaptable to that. And then sometimes things change for the worst. Like, you know, algorithm updates sometimes. Change, oh gosh. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> you can't get on top of them. Sometimes that happens. And sometimes maybe you just need to wait it out and it'll shake itself out. And sometimes it doesn't. And yeah. Being resilient to that is I guess as important as being adaptable as well yeah for sure I yeah, feel
0: like definitely. I've gone through
1: so many changes in the online world but um I think is so to and I and I and I, I learned from everything and I mm. try and make sure that anything that I I've learned I bring forward with me yeah I think that's the best way to be really
0: absolutely I do I I 100% agree that you know we all make mistakes and that's fine as long as we learn from them.
1: And Oh, definitely. you know. And sometimes they're not even mistakes. They're just, it just is, isn't it? It's yeah. just, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to plan to write this blog post today and everybody's around me and I can't do it. That's not a mistake. That's just a, oh, okay, I learned. That's not great for me. Let's go and find somewhere else to sit or put my headphones yeah. on or something like that, really. It's just, it's just learning about yourself and how you... Deal the things and and using that and then that comes through into your business as well Mm. so it's all good it all it's what makes us us.
0: yeah and touching on that
1: like not even
0: sometimes as well like having other people around but just what what works better for us like I know towards the end of the week I'm way more tired than I am at the start of the week or like even during the day I am better in the morning and then after lunch I have a slump so if I want to do something really energetic, you know, like create some reels or something that aren't just me sat there in the background, like I shouldn't be doing that in the afternoon because I'm tired. So it is, it's just finding out what works for us. Um, and yeah, just
1: try an try and isn't it? And again, you don't know that until you try it and it's not a mistake. It's just a, oh, okay, I tried that. It didn't quite work. Let's try a different way. And Learning I think that's card. what business is all about, really, because it's about finding like, the way things work and helping people with things. And and part of that's finding what works for us, too. That's yeah. how we come across what we're good at and what we can then offer. So, yeah, I always encourage you just do things, just try them. Yeah. And see, and it, there's nothing wrong. And, and I think that probably helps your adaptability as well. If you're really stuck and thinking that there's only one set way of doing things, that's where you can kind of not move forward when you need to and when that thing happens so it's just yeah. mindset really I think which is a massive thing isn't it oh gosh yeah definitely <laughs> and always something to work on too. never something yes. that we can we get perfect
0: oh no definitely not <laughs> so what do you do in your downtime well actually we've touched on this haven't we um a little bit
1: yeah walking is there,
0: is there anything
1: else that you do um, no, I say I'm not one for I like to travel. So travel's a big part of our life, obviously, with the travel blogs. I don't get to do it as quite as much as I hope, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um i I was never one of these travel bloggers that was always going off around the world. It was always based on what we'd done as family. And yeah. so yeah, it's just when we managed to get off and, and go traveling. So I do love to travel. Um I also love watching movies. Big movie fans in our house, so yeah, just chilling, spending time with my family. Love my family, so they're all really good people. Love spending time with them, um, and enjoy them being around. So, well, it sounds That's very lovely. boring, but you know, it's no, it's not it boring, perfect. It. <laughs> yeah,
0: travel, films, family, love it, and beach, love it. Beach, yeah. <laughs> so, what are your long-term goals for your business? Have you have you set any long-term
1: goals yet? Um, Well, I do think about goals quite a lot. I think setting some goals is important. I think sometimes I'm kind of still filling into them at the moment with Mm. this one. I have, you know, I have monetary goals, I have, you know, audience goals, all those kind of things. But I guess long term, what I'd love to make sure that I was doing was really getting that word out to people about how they can make this email list a really big part of their business in an easy in a kind of in an easy way as well i don't want it to be sort of another thing that adds to people's plates really i don't want it to be that um yeah i'd love to do i'd love to get myself on stages and talk and just yeah. get myself out there and more people and help more people really yeah um, and i I've, I've just realized that i love connecting with people more in a real life setting it's where yeah. I met you Yeah. when I was being really brave and going out into real life settings. So I'd love to just do more things like that. Get out there and, and chat to people in real life. Being yeah. a travel blogger is great, but I, it's very much behind your your screen and not really interacting with people. And I realized that I really love that. So I'd love to bring that more into everything that I do going Amazing. forward. But I don't really have huge goals. I, I, yeah, just get out there and and make an impact really on people would be great which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I think we all make an impact in some way but you know you know what, what I mean it's yeah. Just I I think that I think that everybody who's in this business like we've we've come into it for a reason so anybody who's got something to share just getting out there and having the confidence to go out and chat to people and I guess maybe that's what my my goal is actually is to be more confident to do that because that's probably one of my my down not a downfall something that i would like just to work, a bit on. Of work on
0: yeah yeah that's
1: it um so i guess if i was going out there and um you know getting on podcasts like this and and doing trainings in people's groups and going on stage that would feel like i was i was mastering that and getting on getting on top of it i guess so and it is and it is the small steps
0: like you know i started Definitely. with just talking on instagram stories um and i I still get nervous with doing live things but obviously yeah. then i started my podcast but but yeah it is it's just it's small steps and I kind of part of me wants to give myself a goal not um, not um not like a smart goal not with a time frame or anything but to one day get on a stage and talk in front of people which for me is the most nerve-wracking thing like I I am not good at talking in front of people I'm not different it is it is very different um I, I've done it a little bit at my accountability groups, but that's like sort of you know maybe ten people. And even the first time, I was like, uh, "I'm Katie," <laughs> and I try and get away with it as much as possible. Um, like I can easily, I can sit down in a group and and talk all day long. But it's that's I think it's the stage thing. Like if you're standing up, looking yeah. out at people, yeah, those lights are all on you, or yeah, no, anyway. oh,
1: yeah. Oh, no, yeah. That, that didn't help there, did it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah maybe
1: maybe one day. oh it's a great it's a great goal and 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 not something that you can't do either like it's such an achievable goal as well if you really want to do it and and then if you love it you can do it more and if you don't then you're like okay that wasn't with me yeah and then we try and yeah yeah I think think it's a great goal I'm with you (laughs) (laughs) okay are you ready for the quick five five go for it go for it okay. I was having a look at the at the questions earlier so I'm like I'm ready, I've got ready. Some what? <laughs> <Hopefully>. <laughs> I know
0: well I don't like being put on the spot I'm rubbish and everything goes out of my head so oh yeah I know, would be, I'm glad I like, like my guests to be a bit prepared right
1: <laughs> who is your biggest inspiration okay my biggest inspiration I think is Denise Duffield Thomas yeah I have you heard of Denise yes Get Uh, rich, lucky bench. Yes, definitely. (laughs) I found her. It's it's really weird. I was thinking about this earlier. This is not going to be quick. It won't be too too long. But um, I found her ages ago, like maybe 2015 or something. And so she was kind of early on in her journey, but she was still doing really well. And I remember seeing her course about money bootcamp and and working on your money mindset issues. And it was something like $500 at the time. It wasn't like a huge amount of money at the time it wasn't for me at the time yeah compared to how much it is now and I remember looking at it going oh my goodness well if I had five hundred dollars I wouldn't have any money mindset issues so I wouldn't need your course blah 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 blah." (laughs) (laughs) and I sat there and I thought well that's such a silly thing isn't it and didn't think anything of it and then I came across her about three years later and I was obviously in that just ready to receive that that message of what she teaches which is very much money mindset and and business as well and it was just a game changer for me just getting into her world and learning from her and I just and it's been really lovely to watch her so I've been in her world for about six years now I guess and just to watch her have her kids and and bring them in and like and continue to be really good at business yeah. even though having kids and and I guess so much it must be there's a different kind of pressure when you've when you've got success and you will need to keep that success and yes. Yeah, so, It's Denise Duffield-Thomas. She's
0: brilliant. I really enjoy
1: her work. Do you have a favourite business book? Uh, Probably Denise's um, Get Rich Lucky Bitch is a really good one. But I also like her Chill and Prosper book. Have you read that one? I have. I've read... um, How many has she got now? I've read three. Yeah, it used to be called Chillpreneur. So it might be that you've read the older version. But it just got renamed, I think.
0: I might have read Chillpreneur. And I've done... Get rich, lucky bitch, and lucky bitch. Lucky that bitch was the first well, one, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, lucky yeah. bitch is
1: the first one. So yeah, so she's got three books out. Uh, chill, chill, and prosper is the renamed chill. because her and podcast was- is
0: chill and prosper, isn't it?
1: It is. Yeah. Um, that's just. It's just a really good book to sort of get those mindset issues about business out, and and just really think. You know, like pricing anything pricing, anything like that is. That's what you want.
0: Amazing.
1: Do you have a favorite business podcast? Um, I'm not going to say Denise Duffy Thomas. Wow, well, I was I was waiting for that. I didn't know whether I should <laughs> like, no, asking. no. I'm going to go. I actually don't listen to it that much. I'm not a big podcast listener because I don't. Um, I just often don't, don't often have the time to listen mm-hmm. to podcasts, so I don't really do it that much. But I have found this podcast that I really like, which is called Good Bad Billionaire. And if you've heard of this, no. it's a BBC podcast and it's just really interesting it's about billionaires and it go and they pick one each each episode Mm -hmm. and they look at their journey from the very start how they got started how they made their first million and how they then turned that into a billion and then they rate the billionaires as well in lots of different ways so they sort of look at whether they were a good billionaire in philanthropy or whether they made an impact or whether they were quite villainous or something like that. It's just really mm. interesting and fun. And yeah, it sounds good. It's not like business, yes, and business tips. But I think if you mm. were ever interested in like, how do people go from small fry into really big deals? It's yeah. just interesting in that sense. And yeah, it's just, and some people I've never heard of. Some of it's like, there's one person who's like an arms dealer or something. I like definitely wouldn't want to be like that. Oh. But. You know, there's people like Rihanna's on it and, and like how she went from nothing to her um her empire that she's got. It's just really yeah. interesting.
0: Amazing. No, I'll definitely have to check that out.
1: Yeah, I really enjoy that.
0: What's your guilty pleasure?
1: My guilty pleasure is probably sending really random Lord of the Rings memes to my daughter. Yes. With- I love that. I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan and a bit of a nerd, and but mostly from the films, really. Um, and we just send each other daft stuff all the time, and that's probably it. Just makes me laugh. And like, yeah. I'll just send it to the turn. I'll just wait for her to open it, and then she's like, "Yeah." And so we have all these stupid like sort of in family in jokes about things, and and so that's just kind of things that make me laugh, and I love, I love doing that. <laughs> Do you have a favorite biscuit? I, hmm, I like a bourbon those are good um but i also like those ones the, the the loo biscuits or something that they have the chocolate on the top and they're like a bit of biscuit at the bottom i quite like those i don't know if that's oh, what yeah called. you know what i mean no the not they're the, not like in a box the libanese
0: are they in like a blue box i don't know they're like so. they're like fancy biscuits for me yeah they're
1: a bit fancier i do quite you like only it. get if about they've got like eight a really or ten. chunky bit like yeah. chunky bit of at the top I like that yeah I like them <laughs> they feel quite like oh they were a bit they weren't like a bourbon <laughs> they're the ones that I don't share too much with the kids <laughs> oh yeah, yeah definitely they're the ones that they don't they don't split nicely into a family of four so I get the extra one That's yeah. what it <laughs> I, or
0: like hide them in the back of the cupboard
1: and <laughs> uh, what's one piece
0: of advice you would give to somebody just starting out in business
1: Um, I think my one piece of advice for people is to never look at everybody and think or anybody and think they've all got it sorted because not one person does and the more that I speak to people at all levels of business the more I realize that we're all figuring things out we're all trying things we're all figuring out whether it fits with us and it it is a very personal journey so don't look at everybody and think they've all got it sorted out and that you haven't or even that there's going to be one magical day when you do have it all sorted out I think it's just a journey and enjoy that journey and learn what you can from it speak to people nobody's that scary and they're Mm -hmm. all they've all got their own things that they're doing I love that and can you let us know where we can find you sure so the best place to probably find me is instagram um my username is Kirsty underscore bart b-a-r-t that's mostly because people can't spell bartholomew so <laughs> it's one of the, the harder ones i thought you know i'm gonna just we're gonna go for the bart thing here um uh, so instagram's a good place to find me Um i'd love to uh connect with anybody there but you can also find me on facebook as well um i think it's Kirsty underscore Bart there as well but I also have a Facebook group which is called getting the most from Your email list I think that's what it's called I'm not um, entirely sure what it's called it's yeah, don't getting... worry we yeah. will find the details
0: and I will leave <laughs> I'll leave it all in the show notes so even if that yeah. wasn't right we'll put the right, we'll put the right details
1: in the yeah. um
0: channels. so that'd be the
1: best place to find me and and also I'm doing um free masterclasses every month amazing that is the plan so i imagine this one will probably go out after our january one but that's um fine there'll be something else coming up in february and each month after that so uh yeah keep an eye out for them if you want to learn a bit more about email marketing
0: amazing thank you so much for coming on today
1: oh thank you for having me it's been really fun
0: it's been yeah it's been amazing and very informative (laughs) and thank you so much for listening today and i'll see you in the next one Thank you again so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please consider leaving a review and make sure you're following me so you don't miss out on future episodes. And if you're interested in being a guest yourself, just reach out and we can have a chat. All the details of where you can find me are in the show notes of each episode. So let's connect and I can't wait to see you next time.